Good afternoon, my lovely ghost bats, goblins, and ghouls. My name is Belladonna Amberwolf. And I'm Marie Venede, and this is Our, Our Witchy, Witchy Way. Today we're going to talk about stones. Love stones. And crystals. And cr- well, yes, and crystals. <laughs> uh, we're going to each talk about, I think, three stones and then some cleansing things. Um, oh, we went to this cute little shop in a, by where we live, and it was... It's a little small business. It was adorable. I forgot the name. What was it? Oh, you grabbed the card for this reason, too, I to shout it out. <laughs> but okay. I think it's like Awakening something. But it's a cute little crystal shop owned by two men. Um, it's adorable. A little expensive. Little expensive. <laughs> but adorable. So. If we had went to the older blue, cheaper, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're supporting small businesses. Yes. Okay. Let's hope they support us in return. Yes. <laughs> So crystals are millions of years old and were forged during the earliest parts of the Earth's formation. I once heard someone say that crystals are like timeless databases of knowledge because they retain information. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People have been attracted to crystals since the dawn of time and for things like burial rites, divination practices, healing rituals, and spiritual advancements. So that's why today we're going to be talking about some very common crystals that you probably already know of. So they know, but they don't know. No. Yeah. I uh, I ta- I was talking with one of my friends the other day, and he was like, "Wow, I didn't even know that about this crystal." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's why we have to go in depth with these crystals, cause fucking fantastic moonstone." It's a stone of new beginnings, um, often appearing in white, cream, yellow, blue. Uh, it's a milky stone. I finally got some green moonstone today. I did not believe it was a real stone. I was like, fuck you, moonstone cannot be green, but it's pretty. I love it. And um, in appearance, it's a bit translucent. So at first glance, it's just kind of matte. Well, I guess I wouldn't even say matte, but it's, it's dark. And then when you shine it in the light, it's got a little transcendent, translucent little guy going on, and I love it. Um, sometimes an off-white, gray, or pale as well. Um, in uh, India, moonstone is actually considered a sacred stone because of its significance for lovers. They would place a piece of moonstone in each one of their mouths underneath the full moon, and it was said to reveal their futures. Ooh. That was cool. I know. <laughs> so fun. Let me try that the next time the full moon comes out. <laughs> moonstone is also traditionally a wedding gift there because it was said to bring harmony to the marriage, which is super cute. Um, it all it's a little bit weird. <laughs> Moonstone is a great stone to help you through your emotions and to get a higher perspective on their meanings. Uh, It's a very intuitive stone and um, it also helps in aiding and releasing frustration and surrendering to the natural order of the process of life. So just giving in and realizing that, you know, this is how it's going to be. I get that it's kind of hard, but it's a great stone to meditate with and contemplate on that. Moonstone helps enhance patience and it helps you remain objective when receiving uh, like empathetic information from others. So I'm an empath. I would carry around a piece of moonstone to like keep my emotions, my emotions and to help me like not leak over into other people's emotions and feel what they're feeling. Um, It's a great calming stone, um, especially to emotional triggers and other like outside stimuli. 
And Moonstone is also filled with receptive, passive feminine energy. So if you really want, if you want to balance out like an aggressive female, or if you have, uh, the word I kept coming across was macho man. If you got like a macho man, give him a Moonstone, you should chill out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, the only thing I could think of was macho, macho man. <laughs> um... It, uh, it's also um, a great stone for reflection, so when you're wanting to look within yourself, um, um, meditating with Moonstone, on point. <laughs> um, it's also a great stone for self-improvement and spiritual growth, helping and aiding um, to promote clairvoyancy. Uh, said to put it to your third eye and help you see different types. Oh, I don't like that at all. Okay, so you're going to just cut that part. It uh, helps aid and promote clairvoyancy and um, soothes, soothes emotional instability and stress. I think I've already said that. I mean, I just can't, like, I'll just keep saying it though because I fucking love Moonstone for those reasons. <laughs> and it also is said to have uh, physical healing properties, which I think is super weird. I never really thought stones could have actual physical properties, but I mean, hey. There's, there's an actual like science to all this. I don't know. What did that guy say about those? the vibrations and like he said there's a science to it. Yeah. But like I don't know the science to it. But I, I know. think it had something to do with like the vibrations of the stones affecting the water. Infusing the water. Oh, the water. Yeah. So that was super cool. So obviously there is like real science behind this, and it, it's said to help men um, open up a little bit more emotionally, uh, and it, it's said to help. Not said, it does <laughs> aid and help in di uh, the digestive system. And it helps you assimilate nutrients and um, eliminate toxins. It's also a really good um, stone to help alleviate degenerative conditions, mostly for skin, eyes, and like the liver and pancreas, just like the really fleshy, ugh, that's a weird, gross word, fleshy organs. <laughs> that's what kept popping up. Ooh! Um, and it's also said to stimulate the pineal gland and balance hormonal cycles. So it's great for women um, to help balance their menstrual cycles and their emotions during it. But I did read somewhere that you're not really supposed to have it during the full moon. I don't know why. Maybe it'll just make you extra crazy, but <laughs> you never know. And a couple of tips. I mean, I, I kind of put them throughout the whole thing. But wearing moonstone to channel hope, sensitivity, and abundance... Um, and it's also a great protection stone if you're traveling at night. And again, like I said, holding it to your third eye and meditating on other past lives. Ugh, fantastic. <laughs> okay, so my first crystal is everyone's favorite crystal. Most definitely. It was the first crystal I bought. <laughs> Amethyst. It's one of the most common crystals. It's found on nearly every continent in the world, I believe. Um, it's highly, re like, readily available, so that's probably why it's also very likable, and it's also really cheap. Like, I mean, everyone has a fucking Amethyst in their house somewhere. Like, you have one, you've had one. Like, it's it's super cheap and readily available. Um, it is a clear purple lavender-ish color, and it comes, and I think in almost every form also, like, it's geo... Um, other forms of crystals. <laughs> All I can think of is geo right now. 
I know. We have all this information, and then the second we're trying to put it down, like, it just flies out the window. <laughs> so it comes in every, um, it comes in almost, like, every different, like, crystal form. It's a uh, geo-clustered single, point, uh, single points, and it's also in, like, a bunch of different sizes. It's a very, like, common crystal. Um, so uh, amethyst um, is an extremely powerful crystal. It is great for cleansing, protection, and inspiration. Um, so when I was doing some research on, research on it, I found a bunch of like different civilizations and what they would use it for. So the Romans believed that it would protect them from drunkenness. So when they would going out and they would get drunk, they would like wear a crisp, uh, amethyst crisp uh, pendant, and um, it I'm would about help. To get my dad a fucking amethyst pendant. What? Yeah, it it also it, it helps with like um you get drunk less likely and it also helps when you're like sobering up it like lessens the effectiveness of um sobering up of hangovers and stuff like that um the egyptians would make jewelries and amulets of them to use for protection in the afterlife so um when they were burying their kings and queens they would give them um amethyst necklaces to protect them through their journey into the afterlife and while they're in the afterlife so the hebrew word alema translate to dream stones so they believe that this uh gem would cause powerful dreams so they would have it on their nightstand or by their bed um to help them sleep easier and have uh, uh better dreams uh tibetan buddhists um often link the stone to spiritual uh to the spiritual quality with buddha because he used them to, he used amethyst to meditate with so that's just a few um different cultures and how they would use the amethyst crystals um throughout their lives i love that so it helps like amplify your dreams mm -hmm. I would, so taking like one of those and maybe a stone like labradorite that helps um celestite helps you fall asleep celestite helps okay perfect. celestite i'm sorry <laughs> celestite helps you fall asleep <laughs> um so healing properties of ameth um it is a natural tranquilizer it relaxes and it relieves stress and strain. It balances mood swings, dispels anger, rage, fear, and anxiety. It activates spiritual awareness. It guards against psychic attacks. It enhances sobriety, insomnia relief, boosts your immune system. It's considered the most. It's also considered the most powerful in terms of emotional balance. And it works with your third eye chakra, which I feel like a lot of crystals do, but it, it works with your third eye chakra as well. Um, so some good combinations to use amethyst is, um, so amethyst is like slightly known for, uh, it's slightly known as a couple's crystal. If you pair amethyst with ro rose quartz, it, um, it works for love support together. So if you like have like, a necklace with both of them in or like pair the jewelry together or something it can help in like your support with your relationship and your emotional support like that that's really cool if you pair with aquamarine um they're also a really good pairing aquamarine is also really good at calming and cleansing while um amis will encourage peace of mind when you put them together um it also boosts your artistic side Amethyst and aquamarine. Mm-hmm. Ah, so if you did it with labradorite, it would help, like, labradorite helps promote psychic abilities. So if you pair amethyst with, like, 
labradorite your dreams well you just have like crazy prophetic dreams mm-hmm. i love that yeah shit i didn't even think about fucking pairing crystals what the heck lebron fantastic oh. <laughs> it's gonna be so cute please please everybody pair your crystals pair your crystals yes. um i also found a couple of rituals that ams is used in so i actually saw this video while i was um while i was like ro- rolling through instagram so this person burned some sage which i wouldn't use sage i would use incense but they had a roomba right and they had like a little plate and they put their sage on the plate well, and they put it the sage that you have of course yes and they put um an amethyst crystal on it and as the roomba was going around cleaning the space the smoke and the amethyst crystal was also love that yeah, it was also clearing and saging the fucking. Sorry. Move <laughs> out of the way, DJ Roomba. We're gonna have Crystal Roomba up in here. Yeah, what so the, the Roomba was cleaning the physical space while the Amethyst and the Sage was kill- cleaning the emotional and this um, ethereal, ethereal like, space. spiritual space. But if you oh. do do this, please wash your Roomba. You are letting smoke ride around your house. You know, so just keep an eye on it. But I mean, like, it sounds like a really cool. Or like, <laughs> do it without the smoke. So because it's be just lazy. gonna like burn your house down. <laughs> but it, yeah, I thought that was a really cool idea to like help it cleanse your space. That's so cute. I love that. That's yeah, a good idea. I, I was like, oh my fucking god, that's adorable. I want a Roomba now just to do that. <laughs> exactly. We just put a bunch of crystals on my Roomba and <laughs> sage the fuck out of my house. Um. So I also found one to improve your health. So you'll actually need a blue lace agate stone also. Blue lace agate? Agate, sorry. You need a blue lace agate stone and um, you'll need a, you'll need a, I keep saying crystal. You'll need an amethyst stone. So before bed, you'll lie down and you'll place the amethyst on your third eye chakra and then place the agate stone right above it as you're laying in bed. And as you're laying down, you'll be thinking, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to have optimal health? And, um, and what do I need to know to achieve it? And like the stones will just allow these thoughts to come into you. So you're going to be listening to what the thoughts that are actually coming into your head about like what you need to do about you know, whether you need to work out more, eat better, or go to the, like, just listen to what your body is telling you as you're laying down, and then take action the next morning. So it helps you, like, it helps, like, clear your mind to, like, let you know what you need to do. So, um, so yeah, so I would just, like, just listen to yourself. Sometimes people don't want to listen to themselves, but listen to what your mind is telling you. Alright, so I also found a de-stress ritual, and I, I found a couple of phrases that you can say during this ritual. So if you want to feel um, deeply peaceful, the first uh, first thing you will say is "I am peaceful and relaxed." If you're trying to greater your connection with everyone, you will say "I am deeply connected with everyone and everything in the universe." If you want to feel safe and trust in the divine flow of life, you will say "I am safe and trust the divine flow of life." Very repetitive. Like Which stones are you pairing? Amethyst and the blue agate? Yes, that's for, um, so I pair amethyst and the blue agate with, for the improving health. Oh, okay, improving health. Sorry. Yeah. So this, the de-stress ritual is just for amethyst. Oh, Um, so okay. these are the same, like, you would say first, like, the first step of, um, the ritual. If you want to accept yourself, you will say, I am perfect as I am. If you want to connect with a deep sense of yourself, 
love if you want to connect with a deep sense of self-love and self-worth you would say i have a deep sense of self-love and self-worth so you'll say those and then you'd put the stone okay so you would um so first step actually is to take a shower clean yourself um put on something comfy and then you'll find a quiet um private space for you to do this um soothing music is um recommended but not required um so you'll rub the stone in your hands for a little bit and then um as you're uh, you're rubbing in your hands for a few seconds to help calm yourself and you know get a, re a relaxed phase once you're there you'll hold the stone and you'll start you'll imagine a beautiful purple flame coming from your hands and engulfing your whole body um and then you would take a moment to feel the energy like as the flames are engulfing you and as that's happening you're going to again repeat your intentions which is whether you want to accept yourself or love yourself or be relaxed or calm like all the things we talked about a few a few minutes ago um and then once you're done just notice the stone infusing these feelings into your heart and then just you know take a couple deep breaths and whenever you're done you can either continue on with your day or go to sleep i feel like it's a good thing to do right before you go to sleep because you take a bath put on some comfy pajamas and then you can do this and then you can go to sleep and then while you're sleeping you can continue to infuse all this into your your subconscious which would help you when you're conscious but that's all I have for Anna. Finally. <laughs> I love it. No, that was great. And you even added like little rituals. I should have done that, but that's okay. Honestly, the other ones I have aren't as in-depth. Amos is so popular. It was just so much information on it. Mm -hmm. And since it's been widely used for so long, my, I was really sad with my other two crystals that I couldn't find as much information. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I Amos, they went all out for that one. So. I'm really sad. <laughs> Alrighty. Now, Labradorite, also known as Spectrite, which I've never heard of that, but we'll go with that. It is a, a dull gray uh, to green rock, and it's um, when shown in the light, it'll have flashes of green, blue, orange, red, violet. Um, I don't think this makes sense in how you should explain what Labradorite looks like, but uh, many places said that it shows labradorescence, and it's a mineral display of uh, like brilliant play of colors that show underneath the surface of the rock and like yeah that's a cool way to do it but i feel like you shouldn't use the word labradorite then i don't know yeah we were talking about it. i feel like <laughs> either the word labradorite came first like the stone was named first so then they named this word after the stone or they named the stone after the word so it, it sucks it's basically the same word but it's like Hey, let me explain this word by using the word. <laughs> exactly, it's basically that. <laughs> so it's a stone of transformation uh, that helps that should help guide you towards understanding your relationship with yourself and enable you to see various layers of your emotion. Um, it's a really useful companion through change. Uh, it gives you strength and perseverance. And um, by preventing energy leaks, it's great for um, protecting and balancing your aura. I know as an empath, like I always have problems with that. And I love, I love wearing Labradorite because then I'll just meditate with it and 
make a little barrier around myself so I don't have to feel other people's emotions. <laughs> and um, but it's also to help strengthen your intuition and promote psychic abilities, um, it, banishing fears and insecurities to help strengthen your faith in, in yourself and trust in the universe. Um, it's also a great study aid. It'll help energize your imagination and bring in new ideas while also increasing your analytical thought or analytical skills, rationality, and intelligence. Although <laughs> some people are really gonna need that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just think everyone's dumb. <laughs> I know. We were just smart kids in school. Everyone else was dumb. Only a little bit. <laughs> um, so, Labradorite is also a great assist in helping you move in between realities and connecting with unseen realms. Uh, it's uh, super useful for psychic protection, for like astral projection, um, different types of travels throughout the, throughout the different levels of reality. Um, so, just a great companion to have overall. Like, when I want to, I'm going to start learning how to astral project a bit more. Um, I'm going to definitely take a piece of labradorite with me to protect my body and soul. <laughs> Not necessarily that I have one. Um, and some physical healing properties. Uh, it is said to help um, just focus the mind and relieve anxiety and stress. What rock wouldn't, though? <laughs> we love the crystals. Um, it's also said to help, or it, it's also... It also helps regulate your metabolism and balance hormones and um, relieves mental tension. <laughs> it's really great for meditating, for lucid dreams and psychic development, as well as your spiritual awareness. Um, bringing uh, another fun little thing I learned that uh, I didn't even really think about was bringing a piece of labradorite either to a meditation session or a therapy session because it would it's great for for blocking those negative energies um that are shed during those you know meditation sessions or therapy like it's just a great stone to hold near ya and dear ya so <laughs> yeah i fucking love love <laughs> lavenderite it is so freaking pretty i was mad when she told me she was doing that stone because i wanted to do it <laughs> but she picked first so it's okay i am sorry she got the stone <laughs> I just love labradorite. I didn't realize how many pieces of labradorite I had too. It's such a pretty stone. Like, oh, if, if you guys haven't seen it, I would look it up. But labradorite is a gorgeous stone, and I would honestly want to see it in person. It's the photos do not do it any justice because oh, you can't no. see like the shining light through it. It's oh, it's a gorgeous fucking stone. I've heard someone refer to the like the different colors inside of it as like a fire. Like, oh yeah. This one has more fire than the other. Oh, I love it. Oh, I mean. Just on the surface, labradorite isn't that great of, like, great looking because it's kind of like gray and blood. But uh, once you get it in the sun, that bitch fires up. She lights the whole world away. Yes. And now we jump to Tiger's Eye. Yes, so my next stone is Tiger's Eye. It is a brown, yellowish type of. Well, the, okay, let me stop. So tiger eye does come in multiple colors, but the most common version of tiger eyes is a brown yellow stone with some um, like orangey type of streaks in it. I think it's, I mean, tiger's eye is a great like name for it because it kind of does sometimes yeah, look it, like a tiger's eye. It looks, it looks like a tiger's type. eye. Ooh. And or so, it even sometimes resembles a tiger's stripes also, Ooh, I think so. Yes. So it does just resemble a tiger either way. But there are also blue versions of it. Um, I haven't seen a lot of them, but it's 
blues and grays instead of the orange and reds. So there, there is a tiger's eye that's blue, which are really pretty. Um, they are typically small pieces. I haven't seen a lot of pieces of big versions of tiger's eye. Um, I forgot how red, like, it's readily available, but I don't think it's very common, if that makes sense. Like, it's not as common as amethyst. I don't know about that. I would say it is, to be is honest. Because I find tiger's eye everywhere. And, like, I grabbed a big old... They had know, no sometimes... tiger's eye at the shop. No? Really? There was no tiger eye at the crystal shop yesterday. That's so weird. Yeah, they I have... Had, yeah. They had a pendant for, like, $50, and that was mm. it. There was, like, no, like, loose stones. I I'm telling you, any. we'll go to that other store in <laughs> Apple Valley. I think it's called... Oh, I don't even remember. It's okay. Remember? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, Tiger's Eye represents power. Uh, Tiger's Eye represents the power, courage, and fearlessness of the tiger. It holds the power of. It also holds the power of the uh, noontime sun, the energy of the midsummer, the energy of the midsummer, and the peak of the life force. Throughout the years, it also represents the concept of the all-powerful eye. It's also used to fight the evil eye. Um, so it represents strength, power, confidence, intelligence, daring, following one's own head and heart. When it comes, um, follow, following one's own head and heart, it can help you uh, boost your wealth. Um, it can also um, help you with your money flow. It can create opportunities for you, and it amplifies the energy that gives you that gives you the. Um, that gives you pursuits in in work. So Tiger Eye really just boosts your confidence. And a lot of people know that like confidence is really important. Like you just like see someone who's so confident, they have all these opportunities because they're not afraid to go out there and communicate with people and reach out and get to know new people. They have networks and stuff. So like Tiger Eye can really boost that like um, energy into you. And it like when you have a nice energy about you, also people come to you with who has the same type of energy as you. So Tiger Eye really like like brings out like that inner like badass inside of you and it attracts other badasses to gives you. Gives you a certain like charismatic Yeah, it gives you like oof. a little charismatic oof. So <laughs> it really helps like financially and like um when it comes to work and stuff like that. Meditating with a tiger's eye will boost your um ambitions and it will help you connect to your to the solar Solar plexus? Yes. It also connects to the solar plexus. I can't pronounce words right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like talking about the chakra? Yeah, the solar, so solar chakra? it also connects to the solar plexus as well as the um, the root chakra. This means that the tiger's eye connects to and encourages you to your deepest and most intimate emotions as well as spiritual aspects of yourself. So yeah, it's just really good for meditating. Um, it lets you like just get to know yourself on a deeper level. That's why I say like it brings out like a, a side of people that some people can't bring out on their own. Um, so you can also combine tiger's eye with serpentine to amplify the energies of tiger's eye. Serpentine, serpentine, serpentine. I said serpentine. it right, right? No, 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 you did. I did. I, just I love <laughs> serpentine. <laughs> okay, I, just... I think I said it right. <laughs> Um, so like you can, yeah, you can, you can use serpentine to amplify the energies of tiger's eye and then it could, um, alleviate physical, uh, discomfort. 
and tiger's eye is also a good talisman to ward off ill witches and curses so tiger's eye is a very strong protective stone um you can just i i would like really just wear it as an amulet and it will protect you physically and um um psychically from different attacks um also apparently like i was trying to look up ways that people like use like tiger's eye like i did for um Amethyst, and the only thing i found was apparently it's using fun sway um because of its protection qualities mm -hmm. so um a really good place to put it is like like by your front door so like if you have like a little like key holder if you throw a couple like tiger's eyes in there right by your entrance of your front door or by a window in your office or something like that it will protect you physically and um psychically from spells or also putting it in a child's room for extra protection so that's kind of how it's used and they come in like different forms i saw them in like wind chimes Ooh. and something called i think it was like Yao. it's like a little tiger like bracelet is what i saw for the front straight one or like giant ones but like in the tiger's eye form i think it was like in a, as a bracelet so that thought was that was really cool so you could just like wear it with you but that's all i have for tiger's eye i really really love tiger's eye bell made me a pillow of an adipose from Doctor Who when we were in high school and she put a tiger's eye in it. I did. I still have I totally him. forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's a so tiger's cute. eye in it. And that's why that's what that's why I love Tiger's Eye. He's been protecting me since high school, so Damn, I've been doing little witchy things for like <laughs> ever. What the frick? I really forgot about yeah, that. I forgot <laughs> I know Tiger's Eye's in there and I forgot that I know that ugh, that's the only one I remember. Tiger's there, Eye, bro. Dalmatian Obsidian or whatever. Oh. Snowflake Obsidian. Snowflake Obsidian. Yes. Um, there, I think there was a couple in there. I, he's like just sitting in my, he's in my closet because he's a little dirty boy. I've, I've never watched him. Be <laughs> <laughs> like that so. Um, so I think we have been sleeping on Howlite. I love Howlite. I saved him for last because I am in love. It's an intimidation stone and honestly has made me kind of freak out about uh, turquoise because um. Well, I'll get that in a second. Sorry, I get so excited. I'm just freaked out about things. Um, so Highlight is a white marble-like uh, stone with um, gray, black, or sometimes I've seen yellow uh, veins running through it. And uh, because it's such a porous stone, it, uh, it, it is able to uh, absorb dyes super well. So um, that's why it's, it's called an intimidation stone. Because <laughs> some... Uh, Sadly, some traders will pass off howlite dyed as um, turquoise or coil or sometimes coral or sometimes lapis lazuli. And that just makes me sad. Ugh, that's just kind of annoying. Because they sell it like twice as much. This is so bad. Seriously, that is just so lame. Like, uh, I don't, I don't get that. Just make sure you're going to trustworthy sell sellers and traders. Yeah, most definitely. And ooh. The thing I've heard is that if it is too perfect, then you definitely know it's fake because most stones should have a little variance in colors. So if it looks fantastic, it's probably not that great. <laughs> and Hellite is also a high frequency gemstone. So um, according to the laws of frequencies and vibrations, fear ang and anger are like heavy vibrations and um, low vibrations in contrast peace, harmony, and love, those are light vibrations that have a high frequency, and when we, um, when we have a higher frequency, we tend to be more empowered and in tuned to be living our best life. So, how light? Fantastic for, for, you know, hiring your frequency, because as light beings, we all want to have higher frequencies, um, 
So just another great stone to, I should have done this for the other stones because there there were um, things like, oh, this it's on frequency two or frequency one, but I'm not quite adept in that. Or I don't know much about that yet. So I would love to learn that with you guys very soon. <laughs> um, so halite is great for heightening your awareness and patience, especially eliminating rage and uncontrollable rage. That's the thing that I love because sometimes you just get a little too angry you don't know what the fuck's going on just grab a piece of howlite and be like this is not me i'm not this angry i just gotta chill out um it's in a calming stone and um it's a great stone to help reduce stress uh and anger as well as anger directed towards you so if someone is not feeling so great about you and you're not feeling comfortable if you're going to go into a situation where you know people might be mad or just like not super happy with you howlite is a great stone to help kind of distract and put that anger where it actually should be directed <laughs> um and it's also a great uh stone to absorb negative energy although honestly what stone really isn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like all these stones sound like they do the exact same thing honestly they're just different and pretty <laughs> they're different no they are there <laughs> um it does have a calming quality to help reduce insomnia and unburden an overactive mind so that is like that's where i love fucking highlight because a bitch will lay in her bed for like an hour and a half, maybe three, just thinking about freaking nonsense. My man just won't quiet. But I slept with a piece of halite under my pillow, and I swear I haven't slept like that good in so long. Since we've had these bracelets, I think I've been sleeping pretty well too. Right? I've right? taken them off a few nights, and I don't know if those are the nights I've been like lying up sleepless. Sleepless, but you can see it, but, right? Yeah, yeah, I've Probably. definitely been sleeping a lot better for the past couple of weeks because we got these like highlight bracelets because we're we're adorable. Yes, we are. And <laughs> I didn't realize we both wear it on our left. <laughs> yeah, twinning. Left, so your cute. left hand is your receiving hand. Ooh, ooh, something didn't I learned think about that. It's your receiving hand. I love that. So, um, some physical healing properties because apparently. Um, it's great for helping balance calcium levels and strengthening the wearer's bones and teeth. And I have a weird thing about my teeth. So when I learned this, freaked out. I'm gonna freaking get a grill of how light now. <laughs> I think your mom can maybe help me out with that. <laughs> She's so cute. She was like, I got some fang, fang grills. And I was like, yes, yes, please. My mom is so ghetto, it's cute. <laughs> no, um, and it's also great for um, strengthening positive characteristic traits removing removing selfishness rude behavior and greed um it also helps link you with spiritual dimensionings um oh my god wait it also helps you link to the spiritual dimension opening and preparing your mind to receive wisdom and intuition so if you're not necessarily ready to come and hear certain types of information definitely have a piece of highlight on or with you um, and a couple of cute little tips, uh, sleeping with highlight under your pillow most definitely helps with insomnia. My girl here, Marie, she has insomnia like nobody's business and I don't know <laughs> if it's helping necessarily, but like, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I, I think it has been helping me. Um, my insomnia is nowhere near as bad as it used to be just period lately, but there are some times like... Since I haven't been working, well I, have, I went back to work this week, but when I wasn't working I would be up really late. And I would have to force myself to try to go to sleep before 2 o'clock because if I'm up by 2.30, my body won't go to sleep because the witchy hour, 3 to 4, these spirits be just at my fucking ear, <laughs> like, in my yeah. face. Like, 
I'm like, I just want to sleep. Can y'all please leave me alone? But no, they're like, well, you're up. So you're here. You want to talk to us? I'm like, I don't. You're like, no, please go away. Please go away. So yeah, I, um, so I, this has helped me fall asleep earlier because if I don't, like I, my body just won't, refuses to go to sleep before the witching hour. So it really has helped me fall asleep. And of course, it's a great stone to carry around in your pocket to absorb anger and negativity. And don't forget, it's also great for absorbing negative energy that's coming your way. Another good one. Um, and meditating with Howlite to also better clear your mind and connect with your higher spiritual consciousness. Um, and holding it to your third eye to uh, open memories of other past lives. Again. Uh, again! I know, I know, again. <laughs> But, I mean, how light is supposed to be the one that is, like, the stone to help open your third eye and, like, look into other past lives. Because um, it's, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, so, my last stone is Celestite. It is this beautiful, like, clear blue, like, stone. It looks like a clear, beautiful sky. And I think that's why it's called Celestite. Because, um... It's, it's like a it's a heavenly stone like that's ba it like and the name for the, the stone gifted it to us themselves yeah the <laughs> name for the stone goes so well to like what it actually helps with so just like how light it is also a high vibe just like how how how's light how light how just like how's light it is a high vibrational stone it um it's also I read this on like multiple different websites which I don't know what it means but it, it <laughs> said it's a teacher for the new age. Hmm. Like I, I, no one didn't said what that phrase actually means, but everything I read from the Crystal Bible to multiple websites online all said it is a teacher for the new age. So I really don't know what that means, but I guess it means something because <laughs> I read it like five different times. <laughs> um, Celestite links us to our inner guardian angel. So like I read like just by touching it, it like instantly calms you, and I think it does that because. It connects you to your yourself, your inner guardian angel if anything, within yourself. I think also the color blue is just such a calming. Yeah. Like, oh, the seriously, look up a picture. The blue is just it's so pretty, and once you get it in your hand, like the second Laron showed me it, I was like, oh, I have to get one. It's just so so tranquil. It, yeah, it's such a tranquil, such a. I can't speak English, guys. Okay, <laughs> just mind me. Um, yeah, when you instantly touch, um, when the when celestite instantly touch your skin, um, your mood will just brighten and it purifies your heart. Um, the celestite crystals inspire inspires deep relaxation. Like, bro, you don't want to do anything. You just want to sit and look at that stone all fucking day. It's like you live on the beach. It's smoking so nice. a good indica. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, the second you said like calming, smooth, like ugh, in your chair, I was like. Weed. <laughs> Good indica. Let's so, smoke it up. And um, hold on to that crystal. Sorry. Celestite so represents sweet dreams, soothing, calming, enhanced psychic ability, clarity, and angelic communications. Mm, angelic. The high vibration of celestite crystal uh, of the celestite crystal healing property stimulates and supports the throat chakra, the third eye, and the crown chakras. Making it great for overall spiritual detox. There's that third eye again. Every single fucking <laughs> like, stone fucking <laughs> is connected to the third eye, okay, man. Okay, well, not necessarily everyone, because some of them do say that it is 
Yeah. But I, I think all six that we did today are all connected to the yeah. third eye. Yeah. So we'll avoid the third eye chakra next time. <laughs> if it says it, we're not doing it. Um, so yeah, so it's we can only do like two of the like 50,000 stones out there. <laughs> so yeah, it, um, so yeah, it's really great for overall spiritual detox. So it's good for like a, a grounding and a cleansing type of like meditation that you want to do. So it's good to have like that near you when you're doing that because it like will detox you spiritually from all like the gook and nasty that's just being thrown at your way um so i did find a really good sleep ritual for it like i want to try to make sure i found rituals for each stone so i did find a sleep ritual for celestite um it is so since celestite is great at calming and soothing um it's also known as a cosmic lullaby Ooh. and it creates the perfect environment for a restful sleep um, it's full of calming vibes that will clear your mind. So before you go to bed, you will hold Celestite in your hand, preferably your left hand, because like we said earlier, your left hand is your receiving hand. Um, and you will start, you will state that I will sleep. You say aloud, I will sleep well and I will sleep comfortably while holding the Celestite. Um, then you will place it on your nightstand and you'll allow yourself to be drift to sleep. So the very simple thing, like a lot of rituals are just about manifesting something into your world and the best way to manifest something is by saying it. So you'll just hold the crystal because the powers will help manifest what you're saying and it will Most help calm you and go to sleep. At the very least, just say it out loud. Yes. Just say something Thinking out. something is great and all, but in order to manifest it, it has to come out into the real world. Exactly. Physical plane. <laughs> so... Yeah, it's a very simple ritual, but it's uh, it's also just something nice to do. So, routines also help you. So, like doing this like every night, getting yourself into a routine will also help your body know like when you're doing this, this means you're about to go to sleep, and it helps your body get ready to go to sleep. So that's why rituals and routines are really good for the human body because your body kind of gets used to things. It's like I definitely agree because if I ever try to do studying or anything in my bed, I just want to instantly fall asleep. Yeah. And if I study too much, all of a sudden I'm too restless in my bed. Yeah, that's why people who like study in their room and stuff find it hard to go to sleep in their even if you have like a desk, but you like study in your room, your brain finds it hard for you to actually sleep in there because your brain associates that space with studying and working. Mm -hmm. Like that's why I can't work out at home because when I'm at home I like to relax and do not do like not do anything. So I can't like when I was in quarantine I could not even do at home workouts because like my brain does not associate hard work. But when I'm at the gym, your girl goes hard, okay. But when I'm at home, nah, I'm a couch potato. <laughs> so like you're you need like spaces for certain things because your brain and your body like your brain gets used to your routine. So when you do something in a certain space. That's what your brain associates with. Even you, if you're not smart, your brain is. Yes. So <laughs> listen to your brain. So always try to get yourself into a routine. It really helps your body and your your physical and your emotional self connect together. So yes. Crystal care. So now that we have talked about like many or I mean many different ways that crystals can help take our emotions and take other negative things away from us you can't just keep using your crystals as is because those energies i mean those energies just don't go away they they have to be put somewhere else or they have to be transmuted and then given back mm -hmm. so crystal care <laughs> yeah so like i said in the, my in the beginning how cr uh crystals are basically like 
databases of knowledge, they can collect all the information that they know. So when you get a new crystal, it is important to clean it because you don't know what energy was put into it. Even if it was something positive, it's not for you. You need to put your own, you need to like put your own stamp on this crystal and cleanse it of what it's already been programmed to do. So, um, fun different ways. Um, I learned that there were like seven different ways of cleaning and I got four. curing. You have four? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, there's water, moonlight, sound, sunlight, starlight, smoke. See, when I was looking up the sunlight, moonlight, and everything, was all in one. Was charging it. Oh, okay. So like the water, the smoke, sound was all to clean it, but then sunlight, moonlight, and that stuff was to charge it. I think it depends on the stone because obviously some stones are more moon based. Yeah. Like moonstone, you're not gonna um, cleanse or like. Uh put your moonstone in the sun, especially since some stones can heat up to the point where they can start fires. Ooh. So definitely, I know I read that up and I was like, ooh, ooh, let me be careful. I've also read that some stones can combust. So be careful putting your, ooh, sorry, that was loud. Putting your stones in the sunlight. Um, it also can fade the color of the stones, which made me sad. Um, sunlight, man, they be fading color. Yeah, seriously. But some stones, like I imagine tiger's eye would be great. Yeah, tiger's eye is great to put out in the sun because it already harnesses the power of the sun. Mm -hmm. So, and at the same time, I feel like it's the intention that you're you're gonna have. Like, oh, I want this crystal. I want the moonlight to bathe this crystal and wash away the different types of energies. But please go. Oh, um, well, so the four versions I had for cleaning um is soak, smudge, sound, and recharge. Which I guess yeah. So I guess recharging was for cleaning, but it's like it's. Recharging, it. recharging by itself or with other crystals because you can so also cleanse crystals with crystals yes crystals. i have it in the sun or moonlight or uh, with other crystals oh and for like recharging it it's good if you haven't had like your crystal out in nature in a while like if you just keep them at home so like i would use like either the moon or the sun or even i saw burying it in the earth yeah or leaving it in the forest for a little bit yeah oh i don't know necessarily how you're gonna be leaving your crystals in a forest yeah, i'm not leaving my crystals out for so nobody to take bury it in your like your yard to like let it absorb nature mm. I so like that. oh yeah soaking in water um, so this person I was reading, this girl was extra, <laughs> um, was like, use a half teaspoon of, uh, moon water, of sea salt with, oh. you know, alkaline water. And I'm like, bitch, you can use tap water. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> the crystals will turn them into alkaline water anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so use a, ha a half teaspoon of, uh, salt or sea salt for every cup of water. So if you have like two cups of water, use a, a one teaspoon of sea salt or salt. And then you'll add your crystal and you'll submerge it. You'll set your intention for the water. And then you'll, um, it'll, you, like if you could say you, something like, I want to remove all negative energy from this crystal. And then you'll let the crystal sit all night. Ooh, but I wouldn't leave them. I would definitely look up yeah, to see I was gonna say that. if, okay. Because selenite can um, dissolve and turn water to a toxic water, so yes. you can't drink that. So certain crystals cannot be submerged yeah. in certain water. Certain crystals are um, are soluble in water. Certain That's crystals okay. are also can be can make the water toxic, Ooh. which will probably make the crystal toxic. So Ooh. yeah, make sure you know your crystal how it how it works with water. And I think there's a lot of information about crystals and water because yeah. So you yeah, you can easily um, find that. Also another good way, 
um, a quick way if you don't want to like soak it overnight is like is to run it under running water, preferably a lake or a river, a river or the rain. But if you don't have time for that, you can just run it under your faucet water and just imagine a nice flowing river as it's happening. But if you like live like Belle, lives on a fucking creek, so you can just go in her backyard and put it in the creek. <laughs> so. And just run away all the negative energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have another version? Oh, just the rain, leaving it out in the rain and imagining the rain washing away all the um, all the negative energies and all the different types of things that are in it. Yeah. Another way is to smudge it, which is just using smoke from your incense and just waving it over while you're visualizing, visual, visualizing it being cleansed mm-hmm. at the same time. I mean, that one's really easy. I also learned fucking use sound which i don't understand why that was like such a big thing for me obviously the like vibration bones yeah or singing, singing bowls <laughs> yeah you use a sick like okay so or bells chimes mantras and prayers you yeah. can pray over your crystals or say a mantra to cleanse them that was amazing yeah i love that i didn't know that but so okay so we did really talk really quick if you don't know what a singing bowl is because i didn't know what it is it's um i think they're typically based in tibetan um yes. culture they're like little bowls and you've probably seen a version of that you know like you know you did a little glass with the water to make the sound so they're similar to that but it had like a little mallet a circular mallet and you like hit the bowl with the mallet and it makes like a harmonizing sound or you can like roll the mallet around the edge of it like the little wine glass type of sound and so um if you want to like a very strict version of how to do it the one i found is so you place your crystal close to the bowl not inside of it because oh, okay. it will strip the it will mess up the sound it would mess up the vibration because the crystal will be blocking the vibration true, true, true. so okay. you'll put it near it so you can probably do multiple crystals at once with this because the vibrations will travel throughout the room mm-hmm. so you'll tap the side of the bowl lightly three times and then you'll glide the mallet around the outer rim repeatedly until you feel like until you feel like your the crystals are done and you can just let it sit with the vibrations in the room for a little bit before you touch them again so i know and some people like have to be like hours you do yeah. not have to like i know some rituals and some things that take honestly sometimes years to do and that's that's a lot that's a lot a couple of minutes with singing yeah, bowl, like, like i said it. it's like three strikes and then just a couple <laughs> like rounds around it mm-hmm. it's um yeah the vibrations of the sound i think would work quicker because the crystals already absorb vibrations anyway that's how we connect with them and that's how they also give them off so i feel like it's really quick but i know some people like you know i want to know exactly how you're supposed to do this ritual that's why i want to make sure you know it's something new so this is an easy way just Mm -hmm. strike three times little rim rim job (laughs) and then then you're done and also like i said earlier just recharging them in the sun if they haven't been in nature um so something also i learned is apparently you have to activate and program your crystals, mm-hmm. which is weird because also crystals are used in technology. Like certain crystals are used in technology because they have um, electrical abilities to be programmed and things like that. So you can program your crystals. So easy way to activate it. Um, activating is just basically attuning it to you, your personality. Like when you get a new deck of tarot cards or any new magical item, you attune it and you tone it to yourself. So that's basically what activating is. Um, the easiest way to do it is just meditate or sleep with it under your pillow, carry it around with you, just let it get used to your energies. I personally, like, if I was carrying it around, I would just do it from at home. Because I wouldn't, wouldn't want to go out to work because I'm interacting with a bunch of other people when I go out in public. You're messing all those So I wouldn't want to, if you're it, trying to tune it to yourself, I wouldn't bring it out in public. So I think probably sleeping with it under your pillow or meditating with it are probably the best ways to do that. 
And then apparently programming your crystal. Do you know how to program a crystal? I don't really get that to be honest, but at the same time, I imagine um, when any whenever a person tells me that I have to like program a crystal, I think about like holding it and what I want to get from that crystal and like putting kind of my energies of what I'm wanting to get from it into that crystal. Basically what it is, that's like, and then like, as we were describing, all of these crystals have multiple different abilities that they can do. Mm -hmm. So um, you can program the crystal for what exactly you want it to do. So obviously since this is a crystal, you can re-cleanse it and reprogram it multiple times. But like if you're trying to do like a specific ritual, I would say programming it before you do it is good. Because you can program it to focus on that specific thing you want it to do. Cause you can, I mean, you really can feel the different vibrations of crystals. Like some, like when we were going through those different amethysts, you were like, oh, I don't want this one, I want this one. Mm-hmm. And whenever I look at crystals and I try to pick them out, I always try to pick one with like really nice light, like vibration, something that just sings and calls to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. So for the people who like to know step-by-step how to do something, I will um, read off what I looked up when I was looking up how to program it. So once again, you will hold your crystal in your left hand because it's your receiving hand. Um, Stand in natural light, whether you do this outside or by your window, so natural light is hitting you. Um, And then you think about what you want the crystal. starlight or moonlight? Moonlight, yes, so just natural light. So it can be at night, be in the daytime, just whatever natural light you want it. If you want more feminine power, obviously the sun, I mean, (laughs) obviously the moon. Well, in some, some cultures, depending on your culture, the sun is feminine. So, um, but yeah, so just stand in whatever type of natural light you want to do. Um, and then, um, after you do that, um, say I dedicate this crystal to the highest good and I ask it to be used in love and light. So you, you're letting the crystal know that you're going to be using it for good and you want it to be good, used for high good. high frequencies. Yes. And yes. then after you let the crystal know that it's going to be good, be used for good and uh, light, uh, think about what you want the crystal to support you with, whether it's, um, you know, love or, you know, calming or relaxation, whatever you want it to do, just make sure you, visual, you visualize it and you visualize how you would feel once you achieved your actual goal. So to help it like know what you want it to do, actually think about what you want to feel like when you are, like if you're trying to be calmer, like imagine yourself as a calmer, nicer, like just visualize how those events would make you feel. Um, and once you envision your purpose, say I dedicate this crystal for blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously always sit there always for a moment. Always speaking things out loud, out loud and manifesting them in the physical realm. Yep, speak mm-hmm. things out loud to yourselves. You know, you can whisper it, but just make sure you try to actually vocalize it because the vocals, the vibrations from your vocals will go into that crystal. That's why it's good to always, especially when you're doing crystal work, it's good to actually vocalize it because we already talked about it, crystals and their vibrations. So the vibrations from your vocals will lead into the crystals. And obviously once you're done, just give yourself a second to, you know, relax and be calm. Don't just rush it. Just, I feel like after every ritual, you need just like a, take a deep breath, like wait 10 seconds or something before you continue to do something. So. That's it. Hopefully you guys learned a lot about crystals today and how to take care of them. Hopefully we didn't bumble our way through this too badly. (laughs) Too badly. (laughs) Because we are still learning and we'd love to learn with you. Yes, and hopefully we'll actually be doing a um, a podcast every week instead of every new moon and full moon. We'll still be doing new moon and full moon, but we'll try to do them in the weeks between also. So hopefully we'll also have one out next week for you guys. 
so all right my lovely ghouls i hope you guys enjoy getting to learn about crystals and different ways to take care of them and different ways to use them if you guys want to come along our spiritual journey with us please follow us on where you like to listen to podcasts if you want to see our lovely faces you can follow us on our instagrams which are in our bio we will be trying to get a podcast out every week but if not we are posting them every new moon and full moon of every month farewell my lovely ghouls